So come to your comfortable cross-legged seats. So if you sit up on some padding and uh, get enough height underneath your hips so that your pelvic crests are higher than your knees, that's generally going to make for a more comfortable seated position and we'll be here for about five to seven minutes. So um, choose the height that feels appropriate for you this morning. And then cross your legs at the ankles, close your eyes, rest your palms either face down or face up on your knees or thighs. And then slide your hands up your legs until your elbows are resting below your shoulders, below your armpits. And take a few conscious breaths here. You can consciously breathe deeply if you'd like. Breathe in through your nostrils and maybe do a heavy sigh out through your mouth if you'd like. And just think about arriving here. You already are physically in the room, but invite your mind into your body. Notice how you're feeling this morning. On a physical level, is there anything that's calling your attention? Out of discomfort, out of pain, out of feeling open and joyous. Whatever it is, whatever is talking to you, bring your mind into those parts of your body. And if there is tension, if there is discomfort or pain, can you bring release? Invite surrender. Relax your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle into your sits bones. Maybe noticing if one side of your seat feels heavier than the other, and if so, just rock side to side until you feel that your weight is evenly distributed. And then consciously root down. Feel those spaces where your body makes contact with the surfaces beneath you. And then extend into those surfaces as though you are growing roots so that your body is not just set atop the floor, but you are actually one with the earth, reaching energy from your body into the floor, setting foundation not only for this posture, but for the entire practice to come. And then from that deeply rooted seat, Row tall through your spine. Lift up out of your waistline. Tilt your chin parallel to the floor to lengthen the back of your neck. And then ease the sides of your neck towards the wall behind you slightly. Trying to stack your head over your heart, your heart over the center of your pelvis. Extending the line of your spine, not only skyward, but down into the earth as well. Lift into your armpits, lengthening the sides of your body, trying to increase the distance from your waistline to your armpits, and then loop your shoulder blades onto your upper back. So feel a tone being created at your upper back as your shoulder blades draw together flat against the back of your upper back. And then allow your forearms and elbows to melt towards the floor. And with them, shoulder blades now drawing down the backside of your chest. 
So all of these actions together, helping us to open the heart, expose the light, broaden the collarbones, maintain all of that, and bring your attention to your upper abdomen. We'll do an action here that I will refer to many times as knitting the lower ribs together. So you're not stapling them together, you're not welding them together, but softly knitting the lower ribs together. Left and right draw into center, and then that central point pulls towards your spine subtly. So as you create those actions, you'll feel that your lower back becomes a little longer, your tailbone plugs even deeper into the floor. There's strength and stability at your center. With this shape softened, feel the temperate air of the room across your skin. Feel as though the edges of you are becoming soft, maybe even becoming blurry. The air mingles with the edges of your skin. Soft face, relaxed jaw, heavy eyelids. Once again, turn to your breath. Excuse me. Breathe in and out through your nostrils. And begin to cultivate a slow and deep breath. Think about this process as being a gradual one, just like every posture we do today. We tend to move fairly slowly through most of the poses, really thinking about the pose building as time passes. So think about the breath building with each inhale expanding the capacity of your lungs, not only in the chest, but in the sides of the body, the back of the body. So thinking about the breath extending beyond the idea of the lungs, extending beyond that, the idea of that limitation. Each inhale filling the body And each exhale, an expansion, an extension outward so that the inner light begins to shine in all directions. And then we'll further modify the breath as it deepens by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of the throat. So you're shrinking the area through which you're drawing air into your lungs and allowing air to escape your body. And by doing this, your breath will now have an aspirant sound, like the sound of ocean waves. You can focus in on the sound of your breath here, using that sound to continually bring your senses back to the present, back to this inner play of external and internal, outside and inside, breathing in and breathing out.
And at this time, hone that skill of being present. Allow yourself just to breathe and watch the breath. Inevitably, the mind will wander, maybe contemplating the morning that's passed, maybe anticipating the practice to come. That's normal. We're just practicing here, practicing being present, practicing bringing that mind back, using the tools of the posture, using the tool of the breath to focus on the present. We'll breathe through three more rounds of this breathing, which is called Ujjayi Pranayama, or Triumphant Uprising Breath, together. So I'll count, an inhale count of five and an exhale count of five, and we'll do that three times together. Wherever you're at with your breath, empty your lungs. (laughs) And then together, inhale for one, two, three, four, Five, fill, feel expansive at the top, at capacity. And then exhale with control. Five, four, three, two, one. Empty the lungs, empty the body, shine out. Again, inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold. And with control, exhale, five, four, three, two, and one. Last, biggest breath in together. One, two, three, four, and five. Exhale, five, four, three, two, and one. Hold empty for a moment, the bottom of the breath. And then resume your breathing as you draw your palms together in front of your heart. Throughout the practice, attempt to breathe in and out through your nostrils. As you press your palms lightly together, once again, broaden your chest, lift your heart, and we'll invoke the moving practice by chanting the mantra Om together three times. Please chant along if you feel comfortable doing so, or just listen to the other voices in the room as we bring our individual voices together. Exhale. And inhale for Om. to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, just another moment seated. Simply switch the cross of your legs, bring the opposite ankle on top, take your right hand behind your right hip, cross your left hand to your right thigh, grow tall once more, broad across your collarbones, and then as you exhale, begin to revolve. Move your belly, chest, uh, 
gaze from left to right, keeping the head over the heart, the heart over the center of the pelvis, finding a twist. And then once you find your shape, move deeper into that shape with an awareness of the breath. So an inhale, bringing space inward, finding uh, space between each vertebra along the spine. And then as you exhale, an opportunity to shine out, to move deeper into that space. And then inhale back to center, switch sides, left hand behind your hip, right hand crosses the left thigh. Inhale again to grow tall and exhale to revolve. <clears throat> Maybe think about the twist moving up the spine. So the hips, again, are grounding the posture, rooting down through the legs and hips, and then growing tall through the spine, shifting first the belly, then the ribs, shoulders, neck, and gaze from right now to left. And then inhale back through center. Move up, uh, take any props off to the side, and bring your uh, knees together. This is this can be painful. Tuck your toes under and sit back on your heels. So you can bring a blanket between your hips and heels, or you can flatten your feet at any point. <laughs> so if this becomes too uncomfortable, okay. Find your strap, and then take the strap out in front of you with your hands shoulder width distance apart. Okay, extend through your arms, and then pull your arms into your shoulder sockets. I call this plugging the arms into the shoulders, drawing the heads of the arm bones back. Maintain that, and slowly begin to sweep the strap overhead. Notice the tendency for the low ribs to jut forward. Again, knit them in and back, lengthening the tailbone down. Good, everyone, as you lift the heart up. Extend through your knuckles and just very slowly start to pull the biceps behind your ears without moving anything else. So maybe just a little bit of movement here is going to create a lot of sensation in the shoulders. And now slowly begin to widen the hands beyond shoulder width distance as you bring the strap down behind your back. Okay, with an inhale, lift the strap back up and begin to move with your breath through these shoulder rolls. So this is a sequence that I, um, I visit in class quite often because I feel like every day is uh, <laughs> a new discovery of tension in the shoulders. So uh, this is a pose we might call a counter pose to life as so often um, our work uh, and our day brings us into a hunched forward position. So getting this opportunity to really open up across the chest and maybe hold in any place where you feel particularly in need of release. So try to breathe through the shoulders and bring the strap back forward as you feel complete. You can take it off to the side and we'll come forward into a tabletop position. Okay, so wrists are below your shoulders. Spread your fingers and palms wide. 
Take your knees hip width distance apart, slightly behind the hips. And we'll begin some cat and cows. Inhale, belly and chest move towards the floor, tailbone and gaze lift skyward into cow pose. And then as you exhale, round your spine. Chin draws to chest, belly button towards the ceiling, tailbone tucks towards the earth in cat pose. And continue to move with your breath through these two postures. So this marriage of breath and movement is called vinyasa. So we're not going to, we'll, do, we'll visit a vinyasa at a few points throughout the class. So really think about using the full course of your exhale to come to your um, utmost expression of cat pose, and same with cow. At the very top of your breath, your gaze goes skyward, your tailbone tilts up. Just exploring the range of motion of your spine and gradually beginning to expand that range of motion and moving here in any subtle ways that feel appropriate. Maybe shifts, hips shift side to side, maybe bending the elbows, bringing the chest down at points. And uh, just a, uh, <laughs> I wanted to let you guys know in the front who are not, um, not familiar with my class, but, um, I will be going through the poses with you guys, but uh, since I'm seven months pregnant at this point, there will be things I won't do. So uh, sometimes you'll look to me and I'm not gonna be doing something. But uh, listen to my words at that point or look at somebody else in the room. Okay, come back to a neutral spine with an inhale. Gaze can be forward and down so the back of the neck is long. And then draw your shoulders away from your ears and begin to roll your inner elbows out, uh, roll your inner elbows so they shine forward. Okay, maintain that and extend your legs back one at a time into a plank position like the top of a push-up. Line your shoulders, hips, and heels up. So don't allow your belly or hips to sag. Lift into your kneecaps. Again, knit the lower front ribs together and extend your tailbone towards the back of your mat. Exhale, shift your hips up and back into downward facing dog. Bend your left knee deeply and extend your right heel towards the floor. As you lengthen the right leg, lift into the right kneecap so the back of the leg is extending, the front of the leg is actively lifting. Try to diminish the crease at the front of your right ankle. Allow your heel to melt towards the earth. And then switch sides. Bend your right knee. Allow your left heel to sink towards the floor as you engage the front side of the leg. Try to lift into the left kneecap. Try to decrease the crease at the front of your left ankle. And if you'd like, shift your hips side to side a little bit here moving the concentration of the stretch along the back of the left leg. And then walk your dog a little more quickly. So bend one knee at a time, extend the opposite heel towards the earth. And notice if one side is tighter or appears shorter than the other side. Give that side, that shorter, tighter side, a little bit more attention 
as we search for balance in our bodies and in our practices. Okay, bring both legs to stillness. Any amount of bend is good here. So it may be a lot, it may be a little. You may be to the point where you can straighten your legs and bring your heels all the way to the floor. Press your hands down and forward. Reach your hips up and back. Imagine you're going to put an impression of your bottom on the wall behind you. And then inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Look to the front of your mat and exhale as you lunge your right foot forward. So create a long stride with the feet. If your foot doesn't come below your knee, then simply grab your ankle and pull your foot forward. Create that long stride. Lift up onto either side of your front foot. And then melt your hips down and forward till your right thigh is parallel to the floor. So as your hips get heavy, lighten through your left inner thigh. Back leg straight and strong. Reach back through your heel. Pull forward through your heart. Feel your feet on the floor and then isometrically draw them together. So without moving them in space, pull your right foot back, draw your left foot forward to tone your legs and square your hips. Maintain those actions in the legs. Left palm to the floor, right hand comes to your right thigh. Press your right hand into your thigh as you shift your left ribs towards the right inner thigh and stack the shoulders right on top of left. Once the shoulders are stacked, right arm to the sky, broaden across your chest as you look up and reach up. Now notice weight in the left hand. So with this squishy floor that we're practicing on here, weight tends to dump into the wrists. Shift weight forward down into the knuckles of each finger. Look down, right hand back to the floor, press back, downward facing dog. And we have a second side. Inhale, left leg lifts. Three-legged dog. Knee and toes point towards the floor. Look forward and exhale. R left leg lunges forward. Again, give that foot a hand to bring the ankle below the knee. And then melt the hips down and forward till left thigh is parallel to the floor. Hips are heavy. Counter that by lightening through the right inner thigh. Back leg straight and strong, chin and chest forward, shoulders away from your ears. So there's this constant play of expansion and contraction. So contract the feet towards one another to tone the legs and square the hips. Extend through the right heel, extend through your heart forward. Okay, maintain that. Right palm to the floor, left hand to your left thigh. Press your hand into your thigh as you shift your right ribs towards your left inner thigh, continuing to extend the crown of your head to the center of the room. Stack your shoulders, left arm skyward. Again, notice that right hand. Try to shift weight out of the wrist, down into the knuckles. So that's a difficult task. Try to lift into your right wrist. Turn your gaze, turn your heart skyward. Look down, release down, press back, downward facing dog. Again, with an inhale, shift forward into plank position like the top of a push-up. And we will be doing some push-ups. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, press back up. Exhale, hips move into down dog. That was one. We're going to do four more, and then we'll do a second set later on in class. 
Inhale as you come forward. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, press up, lifting through the sides of the waistline. Exhale, hips lead you up and back down dog. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back down dog. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Last one, best one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips bring you back once again, down dog. Look to the top of your mat and slowly walk your feet to the top of your mat, reaching your heels down towards the floor with each step until you make your way to folded forward at the top of your mat. Feet can start hip width distance apart. And then bend your knees deeply until you can rest your torso on your thighs. Now we're just gonna hang forward using the support of the legs to allow the upper body to release completely. So grab hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps here. And do whatever it takes, any subtle movements to help you let go. So you might shake the head, yes and no. You might sway the arms from side to side. You might sway the hips gently from side to side. Whatever it is, surrender to gravity to generate more space between each and every vertebra along your spine as your upper body cascades forward, your head melts gradually deeper towards the earth. Also take the time here to notice how weight is distributed in your feet. So make it even between left and right. You also want to even out the distribution of weight between the base of your littlest toe and the base of your biggest toe on each foot. We all have the tendency typically to roll weight to the outside edges of the foot or the inside edges. So identify your tendency and try to find more balance. Okay, bring your fingertips back to the floor in front of you. Keep your fingertips on the floor in front of you as you gradually, slowly begin to straighten your legs. If that means your legs stay very much bent, that's okay. If that means today your legs are straight, that's where you're at. So be where you're at in this pose as you gradually lift the outer hips towards the sky, fold the upper body forward, utilizing all of that length you generated in the previous posture and trying to add to it now by actively extending the crown of your head towards the earth. Think for a moment about your inner upper thoughts. So this is an instruction that I'll give over and over again throughout the months and years but it may not make sense immediately. You may not actually be able to make the connection between your mind and your upper thighs. Maybe you've never talked. Start the conversation. Tell your inner upper thighs to press back. And then once they're pressing back, tell your inner upper thighs to spread away from one another. So eventually you keep sending the signal, you keep making this communication, and you begin to feel the back side of the pelvis as the upper inner thighs move back and apart. 
Okay, keep all of this going on in the legs. Bring your palms to your shins. Straighten your arms and press your heart forward. Breathe here. So if you can, recall cow pose and how that felt in your upper back. So the chest was melting down. The heart was pulling forward. Create that sensation here by pulling the shoulder blades strongly onto the upper back and then drawing your shoulders away from your ears. So make that tone, make that connection at the back of your heart. And then exhale, fold forward once again. Head is heavy, hips are high. And just with the breath, inhale, come to that halfway lifted position. And exhale, fold again. This time as you inhale, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead to rise all the way to standing. And then bring your palms together in front of your heart and extend your arms at your sides. Okay. We're going to step the feet together. Bring the base of the big toes and your heels together. And shift weight towards your heels. And as you do that, notice how your legs engage to keep you from falling backwards. So your kneecaps lift with the engagement of your thighs. So keep that and then shift weight back forward into the base of your big toe on each foot, into the base of your little toe on each foot. And then spread your toes on the floor without putting pressure into them. Keep your legs that active. Lift into your heart. Roll your shoulders back. Knit your lower ribs together. Turn your palms forward. Inhale. Sweep your arms overhead. Magnetizing the palms together and then interlacing the fingers. Cross your thumbs. Index fingers to the sky. Pull your palms together, reach through your index fingers, and then plug your arms into your shoulder sockets, drawing your shoulders away from your ears. Good. Keep your gaze forward. Grow tall out of your waistline. Grow rooted through the feet. And then as you exhale, slowly, slowly, slowly begin to lean to the right. So your right, uh, it's going to look the opposite of the person across the room. Okay, slowly stretching, lengthening the left side of the body, rooted in the heels, using the right arm to extend the left arm, the left side body long. So if you notice your chest turning down towards the floor, slightly right shoulder forward, left outer hip forward to keep your hips and chest squared to the room in front of you. Soften the edges of your mouth and breathe into your left side. Inhale through center. Grow tall again. Plug your arms into your shoulders. And as you exhale, gradually move to the left. Hips shift or even think about hips releasing to the right. So not, not a lot of movement here um, to really start to create a lot of sensation. So think about the poses serving you rather than you serving the poses. So how much do you need from your expression to really start to feel something, start to feel opening along your right side? If your chest is turned down, left shoulder forward, right outer hip forward, stay squared. Inhale back through center. And release your arms at your sides. Shake them out if you feel tight in the shoulders, and then interlace your fingers behind your back. Okay, again. Focusing on the upper back, the space behind the heart. 
Wrap your elbows to point towards the back wall and even begin to draw them in towards one another. Feel how that secures your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Heart opens, heart lifts. Again, knit the low ribs together as you tuck and lengthen the tailbone down. Now turn your chin towards the ceiling as you look up. Lift into your heart. Roll your shoulders back. Tone your shoulder blades onto your upper back. Use your breath to inflate and lift your heart. And then as you exhale, begin to straighten your arms. Pull your palms and wrists together. Reach your knuckles down and begin to tilt the sides of your neck back as your gaze moves along the ceiling towards the back wall, coming into our first upper back back bend. Maybe moving the gaze towards the back wall gradually, continuing to shift weight towards the heels to lift the kneecaps, keep the legs engaged. And then the chest comes forward, hands release, shoulders roll forward, head comes up last. Shake it up. Okay, we're going to do one more back bend. You can either do that same hands interlaced at the low back, or if you'd like to go deeper, you can optionally take the arms overhead. So we're going to either hands clasped at the low back or arms overhead with that same uh, bind that we had a moment ago. Okay, everyone look up. Lift into your heart, round into your heels, lengthen through your low back. And if the arms are overhead, continue to look back and then begin to point back, drawing the biceps back towards or even behind the ears. Everyone imagine a hand lifting the heart from behind towards the ceiling, giving you support as you continue to curl back. Look towards the back wall. If it feels okay for the neck, just release the head back completely as you look down the back wall, point down the back wall, taking the back bend first into the upper back and eventually lower and lower down the spine. Shift weight to your heels, lift your kneecaps up. And then when you're ready, chest comes forward. Arms come forward, head comes up last and exhale, arms at your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, and with the breath, as you exhale, dive forward, fingertips to the floor, bending the knees gently. With your fingertips on the floor, just bend one knee at a time. As you bend one knee, the opposite hip will lift skyward, releasing any tension that might have built from the previous posture into the lower back. So just again, allow the upper body to hang forward. And then bring the legs back to stillness. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, fold once more, release the head. Inhale, all the way to standing, arms overhead. Exhale, palms together at heart center. Again, vinyasa. Inhale, sweep up, arms overhead. Exhale, and gracefully forward. Fingertips to the floor, head releases at the bottom. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine long. Exhale, and fold. Inhale as you rise. 
and exhale, palms at heart center. This time with variation, inhale, sweeping up, and exhale, fold. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. And now exhale, walk your hands behind your heels and sit down as though you're sitting into an imaginary chair. So this is one where I'm going to be modifying, so listen to my words. Sit your hips down like you're sitting in a chair and then pull your ankles and knees together. Round your spine by pulling your chin to your chest and drawing your forehead towards or even all the way to your knees. Belly button towards the ceiling, waistline away from the thighs, tailbone tucks towards your heels. Keep your hips that low, your lower spine rounded, ankles and knees together as you look forward. Reach your arms forward. Arms forward, waistline back, hips low. Peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Pull your biceps back towards or even behind your ears and look up. So if you think about it, it's cow pose in the upper back, cat pose in the lower back. Back bend in the upper back, rounded spine. Look up, reach up, sink the hips low, ankles and knees together. Soften your face, breathe. Five, four, three, two, one, and fold forward. Hips high, head low, fingertips to the floor. Exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins, extend your spine. Exhale as you fold, fingertips to the earth. Inhale as you rise to stand, arms overhead. Exhale, palms come to heart center, and once more. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale and fold. Inhale, rise halfway. Exhale, fold, walking your fingertips behind your heels. Sink your hips into that imaginary chair. Ankles and knees together. Round the spine, chin to chest. Forehead towards the knees. Keep the spine rounded. Look forward, reach forward. Heart forward, waistline back. Heel, chin and chest away from the floor. Keeping weight, shifting towards your heels. Hips low, heart high. Gaze to the ceiling. Five, four, three, two, and one. Hips high, head low. Fingertips to the floor. Exhale here. Inhale, palms come to shins. Exhale, fold. Inhale, arms sweep out, up and overhead. And exhale, palms to heart center and arms at your sides. Okay, turn to face the green wall. We're going to do a few standing poses facing this direction. So uh, you'll have... We'll use our blocks shortly, but first we're going to take a goddess pose. So I feel that this posture is really going to inform the front leg when we get into a side angle pose. So I'll explain that as we go through it. Step your feet three to three and a half feet wide. Turn your toes out at about a 45 degree angle. Then bring your hands to your hips. Power pose, roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, lengthen your tailbone down. Keep your spine long as you begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes. So think about your hips taking an elevator ride straight down till your hips are at knee height. Check out your feet. Make sure you can see your big toes 
at the inseams of your knees. If not, continue this idea of extension through the inner thighs and contraction through the outer hips, contraction of the lower front ribs in and back. Again, roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, good. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, bring your right arm underneath your left arm. Attempt to wrap your forearms and bring your palms together. If you can't bring your palms together, grab shoulders today. Also, good. Elbows down, chest lifts up, upper body back, weight in the heels, extension through the inner knees, contraction through the outer hips, good. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale, left arm underneath your right. Palms together or shoulders, elbows pull down, chest lifts up, upper body back. Wrap your arms tightly, open up the shoulders, the wrists, the elbows, sink the hips, widen the inner thighs, and inhale, sweep the arms, straighten the legs. Exhale, arms at your sides, and heel toe your feet back together. Okay. Next, we're going to move into our side angle pose. For this one, take a block to the right side of your mat. I will actually mirror you for this pose. So, we're going to move through this twice, and we're going to add a step on the second time through. Hands together in front of your heart. With an exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart, arms at the height of your shoulders. Generally, you want your ankles below your wrists. Good, Brian. Yeah, keep going a little wider, Sawyer. You could also go a little wider. Make sure the outside edges of your feet are parallel to the outside edges of your mat to begin. Roll your shoulders back, extend across your collarbones as you reach through your fingertips. And for now, take your hands to your hips. Turn your right toes out 90 degrees. So as your toes turn to the right, keep your hips and chest squared forward. Take the block and place it at the outside of your right ankle. Then come back up. Okay, so you want your hips pointing towards my wall. You want your hips at the same height. So what will tend to happen is this left hip will want to get higher than the right. So keep it drawing down, sides of the body of equal length. Look at your right knee. Without shifting your hips, begin to bend your right knee in the direction of your right toes. So think about that previous posture in the front leg. Extension through the inner thigh, contraction through the outer hip. Good. Lift into your armpits, roll your shoulders back, lift into your left kneecap and press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Excellent. Really nice, Mary. Inhale, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. And exhale, bring your right hand to the block at the outside of your ankle. Right arm, or left arm to the sky. So here's what's going to determine the height or the use of your block. Wrap your bottom ribs towards my wall. Wrap your top ribs towards the wall behind you until your shoulders stack one on top of the other. If they do not stack, bring your right hand to a higher height. Bring the block to a higher setting. If that's easily done, drop your block down or even get rid of the block completely. Widen your right knee into your right arm and then scoop your tailbone towards the front of your pelvis. Press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Really activate the legs. 
Bend deeply into that front knee until it's bent to a 90 degree angle. So Dot, maybe go a couple inches deeper. Ryan, go deeper. Sawyer, deeper. Good. And then press down through your left foot. Pull up through your left arm. Straighten your right leg as you come back to center. Okay, hands to hips. Turn your right toes forward. Bring the block to the outside of your left ankle. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Really good with the hips staying squared forward. Turn your left toes out, and then with the hands on the hips, awareness in the hips, roll your shoulders back, lift your chest up, look to your left knee, and then simply bend the knee in the direction of the toes. Sink the hips down. So Sawyer, your knees going beyond your ankles, so take a wider stance, and then get that same deep bend. Good. Extension through the inner thigh, sweep your arms up. Good. Really nice, Ryan. Exhale, left hand to the block or to the floor. And again, you might need a different setting on your block, depending on the side. So gauge it. Wrap the bottom ribs forward. Spin the top ribs back. Stack the shoulders. Everybody looks great. Widen your left knee into your left arm. Tailbone moves towards the front of your pelvis as your right thigh presses towards the wall behind you. And then eventually gaze leads to the sky, keeping the head in line with the spine. So if your head feels like it's a thousand pounds, take it out of the equation. Look forward or even look down. Ground through your right foot, pull up through your right arm, inhale, return to center. Guys in the back look great. Turn your left toes forward, hands together in front of your heart. Exhale and hop or step your feet back together. Great, so we're just going to add one more piece to the puzzle. We're going to extend the side as the, um, as the title of the posture would suggest. So just watch me for a moment. I'm going to uh, do a quick demo. I'm going to turn my right toes out, come into the posture the exact same way we just did. And then from here, I'm going to take my arm forward, turn my pinky finger to the floor. And keeping the same orientation of my palm, I'm going to sweep my arm over my ear. So one thing I like to think about happening here, so I kind of push my hips back a little bit as I take my arms forward, my arm forward, and then I'm going to widen my knee into my arm, scoop my tailbone forward, wrap my lower ribs forward, wrap my top ribs back, and try to look up and beyond my right tricep. So extending the entire right side of my body here, and then coming out. So let's try a very clean angle, uh, <laughs> strong effort um, expression of this posture. And then as I said, we'll be doing this throughout January and giving it some variation. Okay, feet together at the center of your mat, lock to the left, the right side. Exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. Really make that wide stance. That's the foundation of your posture. Hands to the hips, right toes out. Hips and chest squared forward, side body long, shoulders roll back. Look at the right knee and begin to bend it. Knee over heel. Dot, you're going a little beyond, so take a wider stance. You've got long legs. Lift into your chest, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders, exhale, right hand to the block, left arm to the sky, stack the shoulders, 
Decide the appropriate height for your block. And then take your left arm forward. Spin your pinky finger towards the floor. And then sweep your arm over your ear. So as you do that, widen the, uh, the right leg into the arm. Pull the tailbone towards the front of your pelvis. Press your left side towards the wall behind you. And then eventually look up and beyond your right tricep. If you're touching the wall, just extend into the wall. Push into the wall. Good. Exactly, Sawyer. Ground through the outside of your left foot. Reach through your fingertips. Turn your gaze up. Bend deeply into your right leg. Fantastic. Beautiful. Soften the edges of your mouth. Breathe. Very nice, Adam. Dot. All down the line. Great. Left arm to the sky. Pull up through your arms. Straighten your right leg. Hands to hips, turn your right toes forward, turn your left toes out, block to the outside of your left ankle. Okay, turn your left toes out. Square your hips and chest forward, roll your shoulders back, tuck your tailbone down, sweep your arms up. Oh, actually, hands down. Let's keep the hands on the hips for consistency. Bend your left knee. Good, very nice. Draw the left shoulder forward slightly, good. Sweep your arms up. Exhale, left hand to the block, right arm to the sky. Widen the knee into the arm, wrap the bottom ribs forward, top ribs back, and then right arm towards my wall. Turn to the outside of the pinky finger, faces the floor, and then with the hand in that orientation, sweep the arm over the ear. As the arm goes back, move the tailbone forward, continue to widen the left knee into the left arm. Lift into your right kneecap. Ground through the outside edge of your right foot. Extend through your right fingertips. Lengthen between the ribs on your right side. Face the soft gaze beyond the bicep towards the ceiling. Right arm to the sky. Pull up. Left toes forward. Hands together in front of your heart. Exhale. Hop or step your feet back together. Fantastic. Okay, turning back. To face the center of the room, come into downward facing dog. Okay. Press down and forward with the hands, reach up and back with the hips. And again, any amount of bend that's appropriate in the knees. Maybe a little, maybe a lot, maybe none at all over time. And again, here, recall that forward fold and try to make that connection, create that communication with your inner upper thighs. Just as in the forward fold, inner upper thighs are attempting to move back and then spread apart. So as you start to create that communication, the knees might want to buckle together. Keep the knees and the heels hip width distance apart. Okay, from down dog, again, with an inhale, lift the right leg straight up and back. Release the left heel to the floor, lift into the left kneecap, lift through the right inner thigh to lift the right leg any higher. Look forward and exhale, lunge the right foot forward again. Okay, same long stride before you melt the left knee to the floor. Okay, heel toe, the right foot over towards the left hand. So about four, three or four inches. And then flex the right foot, 
pressing through the base of your right big toe. So you're trying to increase or lift the arch of your right foot. And then keep the foot flexed as you roll to the outside edge of your right foot. Right knee widening out to the right without dropping the ankle to the floor. So you're keeping the ankle straight. Okay, that might already be a lot to wake up the right outer hip. Scissor the feet, scissor the foot and knee together. So again, this isometric movement, right foot pulling back, left knee drawing forward to tone the legs and square the hips. If you'd like more, start to angle your upper body to the left at about a 45 degree angle. Continuing to pull the right hip back and draw the chest at the angle to the left. Either choose to stay here or begin to bend your elbows out to either side of the room. It's like a Spider-Man posture. Elbows bend out, chest melts down, ankle remains straight, wrap the right hip back, and if you'd like more, lift the left knee up off of the floor. Soften the edges of your mouth. We won't be here too much longer. Try to take a few conscious breaths here. Melting the heart, scissoring the legs. And then left knee down if it's up, chest up if it's down, hands walk to either side of the front foot, and then send the right leg back down dog. You can walk your dog, and then bring your dog back to stillness, starting in on the second side, inhale, left leg lifts. Take some time in three-legged dog. So toes and knees point down. The tendency will be for that left hip to want to stack on top of the right. Avoid that, keep the hips at the same height, lift strongly through the inner thigh of the left leg. Look forward and lunge. Again, set up with that same long stride before releasing the right knee to the floor. Walk the left foot to the right about four or five inches. Flex the foot, pressing through the base of the big toe, increasing the arch, and then rolling to the outside of your left foot, widening the knee to the left. Okay, if this is enough, stay here. Or, excuse me, start to shift the upper body at an angle to the right. Keeping the left hip drawing back, scissor the legs isometrically together, right foot, right knee draws forward, left foot draws back. And then to go further, elbows bend out to either side, chest melting towards the floor to go deeper, right knee lifts, back thigh, lift, back thigh away from the floor. Continue to scissor the legs, melt the heart, extend the heart forward, soften the edges of your mouth, try to relax your jaw, try to breathe. If you've gone too far, you'll know it, know it because you won't be breathing and you'll be pissed off. Okay, right knees to the floor, lift up, walk back to either side of the front foot, step back, down dog. Okay. Press back through the hips, release through the heels, lift through the kneecaps, and then inhale to come forward, exhale to lower all the way back to the floor. So this is one place I will not be following you. Chin on the floor, arms at your sides. Point your toes back, maybe lift one leg at a time to consciously lengthen the legs to their fullest extent along the earth. Then once your legs are long, begin to squeeze them together. So the base of the big toes touch, 
maybe even in time the inner heels touch. So arms are at your sides, turn your, turn your palms up so that your fingernails are grounded. So for this first one, we're just going to engage the upper back. So as you inhale, peel the shoulders away from the floor, lift the chin. Use the strength of the upper back to lift your chest, broaden your collarbones, roll your shoulders onto your back, good duck. Extend your heart forward, keep your toes and fingernails grounded as you reach them towards the back of your mat. Good, really nice. Exhale and lower, beautiful everyone. Left cheek to the floor, head is heavy, neck is soft, shoulders rolling forward, arms relaxed at your sides, big toes touching and heels widening apart. Find your drawn by the past, attempting not to anticipate the future. It's brain training, just always bringing the mind back to the breath. And then chin on the floor. Let's do the arms straight out for this one. Like airplane wings, legs squeeze together, toes point back, fingertips reach to the edges of the room. And then as you inhale, again, make the pose gradual as you lift the arms and legs, peel the chin and chest away from the floor. Good, really nice, Nicole. Lift your knees, your thighs. Lift your chest, your ribs. Gradually take off, maybe even begin to look up as you draw the sides of your neck back. Beautiful, everyone. Take off. And then exhale, let it go. Right cheek to the floor. Arms again at your sides. Shoulders roll forward. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. Arrive with your breath. Be heavy. Be still. Trust the support of the earth as you let go. And then as you're ready, find your way back to down dog. So here comes that second set of push-ups. So again, my concern, I think um, the alignment of the, of the push-ups is more important than the um, maybe pride of keeping your knees off the floor. I have it too. So um, if your hips are dipping down, bring your knees to the floor. Just try to keep that alignment between your shoulders, hips, and knees. Inhale as you come forward to plank. Exhale as you lower with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips back, one. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. If you really want to challenge, ground through the index finger knuckle throughout the push-up. Inhale forward. 
exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Last time, down dog. Inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back. Pull your heel to your hip and then stack your right hip on top of your left hip. Press your right thigh bone towards the left wall. Bring your tailbone towards the front of your pelvis. Open up across the front of your pelvis. Look forward and then lunge your right shin forward. Okay, we're setting up for pigeon pose. This can be done in many, many ways. To intensify and bring the posture more into uh, alignment, you will bring the right shin parallel with the top of the mat. That is a very intense expression of the pose and will most likely require a lot of props. So you can prop the right hip by bringing a block or a blanket underneath that. You can prop the left hip by bringing a block or a blanket underneath that. Okay. Look back at your left leg. Make sure it's pointing straight back. I like to tuck the toes, but I think the foot flat is also a fine version of the pose. Square your chest forward. Walk your fingertips back towards your hips. Lift your chin and chest. Lengthen your torso. And then as much as necessary, begin to walk your hands forward and then drape the length of your spine forward. So maybe you come to rest it onto forearms. Maybe you stay lifted. Maybe over time, as you open up that right hip, you extend the arms straight ahead. So find something that you can be with. So find something that you can breathe with. If the posture becomes too intense, then either prop the hips more or bring the right heel closer to the right, the left hip. So a couple other things to note here. The tendency will be in this deep expression of the pose for weight to roll towards the right hip. You might even feel that you sit on the right hip. Counter that, shift weight to the front of the left hip. So you want the weight of the posture to be reversing, traversing the pelvis. So again, consciously shift weights to the left hip. And then you're going to, you're bound to feel something here. So whatever you're feeling, try to be present with it. So um, that's something I, always, I often talk about in terms of my um, introduction to yoga. I, my mom's a aerobics instructor and I grew up going to the gym and I always, I still kind of love the gym, but, um, <laughs> But one thing that I was really impressed with yoga was that uh, there was always this reminder to come back to your body, to come back to what you're doing. And I always felt that exercise was a, you put your body in this position to get in shape and then you watch television <laughs> or you try to distract your mind with something else. So. Here is the invitation to be present throughout your, um, throughout the movement of your body, throughout all of these postures. Use the postures to bring your mind into your body. 
It's the breath to bring your mind and it's the presence. And again, if it becomes too intense that your mind needs to flee your body, then find a way to come back. Find a way to make the pose a little more tolerable. Or maybe it just means focusing more on the breath. Focusing more on releasing tension, allowing the hips to be heavy. Just a few more conscious deep breaths here. Noticing the difference an inhale it makes from an exhale. So they really change the posture. And as you're ready, press it back into downward facing dog. And then walk your dog. Try to get movements, blood circulation back into the right hip, the knee, the ankle, until your legs feel fairly even. And then stillness. And then inhale, left leg lifts. From three-legged dog, pull your heel to your hip and begin to stack your left hip on top of your right hip. As your left thigh moves towards the right wall, scoop your tailbone towards the front of the pelvis to open up across the front of the pelvis. And then look forward before lunging the left shins towards the top of your mat. Another thing I forgot to mention on that first side is you want your left knee wider than your left hip. And then again, attempt that parallel shape. And it's not happening today. That's okay. Right leg extends back, straight. Drop the hips. Maybe you need a different situation than you have on the first side. Lift the right inner thigh away from the floor. Lift your chest. Lengthen your torso. And then drape that length forward. Maybe coming out to forearms. Maybe bringing a prop in the form of a block or a blanket or a ball fist underneath your head as you release your head forward. Maybe arms experiment with extending straight forward. Again, try to avoid sitting on the left hip. So shift weight back to the right. Lift into the right inner thigh and draw the right outer hip down and forward. Maybe you're noticing a, a, a difference between your sides here. That's very, very normal. Um, if you really observe your... Uh, actions, the way that you move your body throughout a single day, you will probably observe that every time you sit down, you cross the same leg over the other leg. Or I notice sometimes when I sit in the car, I sit with one hip uh, much higher than the other hip. Or you lie in bed and you cross your, your one ankle over the other ankle. So all of these little movements throughout the day even when we're not thinking about our bodies at all, uh, we're often favoring one side. And then of course we have a dominant, tend to have a dominant uh, hand. So if you play a musical instrument, you're always holding your body in a particular way, probably favoring that dominant side. So that's just gonna happen. You can become more aware of those things and try to change them throughout your day. You can also just notice how they manifest in your yoga practice. And then through the practice of yoga, we're trying to find more balance. 
if it's very dramatic, very drastic differences between your sides, you might take some of these postures home and you know focus more on that side that is much tighter or feels much shorter. Again, always coming back to the breath. And just a few more breaths here. Really focus on surrendering through your exhales. Rather than always pushing to go deeper, I promote the idea of surrender to break down some of the boundaries we have with our bodies. And as you're ready, press back to damp dog. Hands press down and forward, hips lift up and back, heels release towards the floor. And then bring your knees back to the earth, swing your legs forward and lie on your back. You want to start by having a block handy. Pull your heels in towards your hips. So we're just going to start out very um, supported here. So heels into the hips, feet parallel, knees about hip width distance apart, and just lift your hips and place a block beneath your hips. Maybe starting on the lowest setting of your block. So just a little bit of height. If that feels like nothing, or if lowest height just isn't suited for you at this time, then you can bring the block to a higher height. Just supporting the weight of the hips on the block, so the block isn't at the lower, um, isn't in the lower back, but the hips are traversing the block. Arms at your sides. Tuck your shoulders gently underneath your chest. Open up across your collarbones. Maybe even close your eyes here, relax. Maybe extend your legs one at a time. Bring a little bit of awareness to the legs, inner thighs move down preventing the feet from falling out to either side at this particular time. If you'd like, begin to draw your right knee in towards your chest, interlacing the fingers behind the thigh or in front of the knee or shin if you can reach. Keeping the left leg extending forward, left inner thigh rolling towards the earth. You could either choose to stay here or if you'd like, you could extend the right leg straight and grab hold of the back side of the thigh as you extend the right heel towards the sky. As you do this, widen the right outer hip away from the right armpit. And as you're ready, right foot back to the floor, bend both uh, actually, extend both legs again, and we'll do the second side. 
draw your left thigh slowly in towards your chest, either interlacing the fingers in front of the knee, shin, or behind the thigh. Again, as you pull the thigh in towards the chest, wind the left outer hip away from the left armpit, roll the right inner thigh towards the floor. And again, either choose to stay or extend the left leg straight, grabbing hold of the back of the thigh, widening the outer left outer hip away, reaching through the heel, pulling back through the toes. And then as you're ready, release both feet back to the floor. Bend the knees, lift the hips, and remove the block. Okay, I'll give you guys a couple um, more back bending postures here. So I'm going to just, uh, let's in, I'll instruct a couple bridge poses, and then I'll do a quick, no, I'll, I'm going to skip the wheel demo, but uh, feel free to do wheel pose. Let's do two bridge poses, and then I'll instruct a bound bridge. And if you'd like to take wheel pose, if that's a pose you're familiar with and uh, would like to practice today, then uh, feel free to take that in any form. Okay, heels in towards your hips, feet parallel. Bring the block, bring a block between your thighs at its lowest setting. So it, at its slimmest. Place that between your thighs. So this is just going to prevent your knees from spreading apart. Because as the knees spread apart as you come into the back bend, the back bend tends to collect in the lower back. And the lower back is already, for most of us, the most flexible part of the spine. So we're trying to get the back bend into the upper back and middle back and prevent the lower back from taking the brunt of the back bend and getting all compressed. Arms at your sides, gentle squeeze on the block, press your feet down and just gradually, slowly lift your hips away from the floor. So the block is again preventing your knees from widening apart. And now interlace your fingers behind your back, tuck your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest, so the back of your heart lifts away from the floor. Now this could be it, or if you'd like, continue to ground, especially through the inner edges of your feet as you lift your outer hips higher. Roll your heart towards your chin, tuck your chin to your chest as you lengthen along the back of your neck. Pull your palms and wrists together, squeezing your shoulder blades strongly onto the upper back causing the entire spine to lift away from the floor as you open up the front side of the posture. So chest is open, front of the ribs, abdominal muscles extending, reach through your knees, and then as you're ready, slowly lower the hips, untuck the shoulders, arms relaxed at your sides. Relax onto your back. Then you can keep the block there, as we're going to do an, another one just the same in a moment. Or if the low back needs some release, you can move, remove the block, walk the feet apart, and just allow the knees to fall together. Try to avoid countering the pose too severely 
by taking that uh, instinct to draw the knees into the chest. So please try not to draw the knees into the chest until you're done with your back bends. Okay, again, just the same. Heels in towards the hips, feet parallel, block between the thighs, arms at your sides, press the feet down, gradually lift the hips before interlacing the fingers. And then with the fingers interlaced, tuck the shoulders one at a time onto the back of the chest. So the whole upper spine lifts away from the floor. Ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, lengthen through your tailbone. Keep a gentle, gentle squeeze on the block. So even more difficult to communicate with the inner thighs here, but attempt to tell the inner thighs to actually move down here as the hips lift higher. So you're gonna press your block towards the floor. Chin to chest, heart to chin. Lift up, breathe across the front side of your body. And then as you're ready, hips lower, hands untuck, shoulders untuck, back body to the floor. And just find your breath. Be present with this interim period. So it is between postures, but it is also a pose in itself. Sometimes for a lot of us, coming into these relaxing, these um, surrendering postures is even harder to do. Okay, last one, I'm going to give you a little modification of the bridge pose if you'd like it or take some other form of back bend if you'd like. Okay, two options for the bound bridge pose. First option would be to slide the palms underneath the heels of the hands. So you're already tucking the shoulders onto the back of the chest. Palms are facing the sky, heels step on your palms. So that's option one. Option two, if you can reach, grab the outside edges of your ankles. Again, tucking your shoulders onto the back of the chest already. If you have one of those binds, begin to press the feet down, lift the hips up, squeeze your block gently, Think about your inner thighs moving down as your outer hips lift, shoulders tucked deeply onto the back of the chest, heart rolling towards the chest, chin tucking towards the heart. Again, open up the front side of the body and maybe check out your posture. Does one side of your rib cage dip down lower than the other? Try to build up that lower side. Try to lengthen that shorter side. And then as you're ready, release the bind, Release your hips, untuck your shoulders, remove the block, and walk your feet as wide as your mat. Arms out to either side of the room, and with an exhale, lower your knees to the right. Inhale, knees pull through center, and exhale, knees to the left. So windshield wiper the legs again. A little vinyasa, moving to center as you inhale, moving from side to side as you exhale. Head, chest, heavy, heart open, belly soft, slowing down.
and bring your knees back to center. Draw your knees in towards your chest. Squeeze your legs side by side and wrap your arms around the front of your shins or knees, attempting first to grab hands, wrists, then maybe forearms, maybe in time you can grab elbows. Whatever you've got a hold of, keep a hold and pull your thighs into your chest as you relax your feet side by side. For this version of the posture, we're going to flatten the back rather than round it. So keep the back of your head on the floor, even tilt your chin towards your chest. As you pull your thighs in, extend your tailbone so that more and more of your lower vertebrae make contact with the mat. Heads of the arm bones pull towards the floor so shoulder blades flatten on your mat. And then release, feet back to the floor. Draw your knees into your chest, and this time, round your spine. Tuck your chin to your chest, tailbone towards your heels. Everything lifts, your whole back body peels or curls away from the floor as your belly button draws in towards your spine. And then rock and roll forward and back, utilizing this nice squishy floor to give you some uh, little, back, or little back massage. And then rock your way to seated. And we'll take the last about eight minutes here for a um, restorative posture. So try to instruct this quickly and clearly. Take your bolster and your blanket. So place the, bol the blanket at the top third or the top quarter of your bolster like a pillow. And the pillow will be closer to the wall and you're going to sit at the bottom edge of your bolster. For uh, time's sake, so you have a little bit more time here, we're not going to use this job today, unless you're familiar with it and you can set that up quickly. So bring your feet together. Get your two blocks. Place the blocks at the underneath your knees and thighs can be at their lowest setting or they can be propped up a little higher depending on the flexibility of your inner thighs. And then sitting, at, sitting off of the bolster, the bolster right up flush to the back of your hips, begin to lie back. So your head is on the, on the blanket. You can even lift your head, use your hands to manually lengthen the back of your neck so your, your chin is gently tucked towards your chest. Allow the weight of your legs to be heavy into the support of your blocks. Maybe tuck your shoulders again, very subtly on, onto the back of the chest and then arms at an angle at your sides. Palms turn to face the sky. This is called reclined goddess pose. Close your eyes here and soften everything. Again, this idea of releasing, surrendering, trusting the support of the earth. 
few moments to mentally scan your body, listening for those signals of tension, of anything that's still trying to, um, still feeling urgency, still feeling the need to engage. And a lot of times these things are happening unconsciously, so um, look everywhere. Look everywhere for it. Maybe it's in your fingers. Maybe your fingers are falling in um, unconsciously into fists. Unfurl your fingers. Open your palms. Lighten your hands. Often this is happening in the shoulders. Relax the shoulders away from the ears. Trust in this time and space as a place where you can freely expose the heart. Allow the shoulders to turn back. Features of your face. Can you encourage an expression of less face? Maybe part of what makes us look the way that we look is so much about how we hold our features, how we move our bodies in space, the set of our jaw, the way that we look out. How much of that can you let go of at this time?
to bring movement back to your fingers and toes. You rock your head from side to side. And then take hold of the outsides of your thighs with each hand. Draw your knees together. And then possibly by extending your right arm along your right ear, roll off onto the right side of your bolster, or off of the side of your bolster. Come to a fetal position. Being born once again out of your practice, back into your day. So consider this transitional time as an opportunity to reflect on all of your efforts, all of your triumphs today. So always <laughs> the biggest hurdle a lot of times is just getting to the practice, getting to the mat. And then the continual challenge of deepening and strengthening and listening to this dialogue between body and mind. So acknowledge and show yourself gratitude for your efforts this morning. Think about surrounding your practice with that aura of gratitude rather than guilt is what we often bring into our practice. So think about gratitude and use that gratitude to help you return to your mat, return to your practice again and again. So keep your eyes closed and find your way to a seated position. So just any seat that you find comfortable at this time will just be here a moment. Find your breath, lengthen your spine, broaden your chest as you bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll close the class by chanting OM together one single time. Exhale and inhale for OM. Thank you all for coming to practice this morning. I really appreciate this time I am able to spend in this room with all of the students who show up for class. Namaste. Namaste.